This podcast is meant for general health information and is not meant to override any medical advice. All questions will be screened and not contain any personal information. If you want a private consultation, contact us via positivechoice.org or you can contact your provider directly. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to the Positive Choice Wellness Podcast. My name is Annalise. I'm an exercise physiologist and nutritionist. And my name is Melanie. I'm also an exercise physiologist and nutritionist. And we have a very special guest today, Ruby Huerta. Hello, hello, everyone. She is one of our fabulous co-workers here at Positive Choice. Fabulous. And we thought that she would be very interesting to share her own food journey with us because she's been kind of like on an exploratory nutrition plan to better her health this past year or so. This past two years. Two years. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Yeah. This started when we were at the old building, huh? It it did. Well, not the... Okay. So we'll get into it and I'll... I'll, (laughs) We'll get into it later. We'll get into it in a little bit, but yes. Yeah. We'll see how the story just yeah. unfolds mm-hmm. organically. Sounds oh, okay. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so Ruby, tell tell us a little bit like about how how this started for you. What got your focus to thinking that changing your diet? So it did start roughly two years ago. I mean, it's been going on for a very long time. So um I was not overly weight, but I was a little overweight for what I liked from, you know, previous years of, of being a lot thinner and I had gained a lot of weight. What was it like five, six years ago? And I didn't like my weight. And then it was not just trying to lose weight, but also trying to, um, filter my diet for, for, you know, non bloating reasons or reasons to do with like, I get a lot of headaches and migraines. And so I'm kind of guided myself into this journey um, and not seeing a nutritionist, not seeing a, like a dietitian or anything like that, but just getting into seeing what works for me and what doesn't. And then I've come to realize that I am a gluten intolerant person, so I'm definitely sensitive to gluten. And um, I've, gluten just doesn't tolerate you. It just doesn't to- exactly. It just <laughs> a lot of things don't tolerate me. <laughs> But that that was just kind of my my journey, and two years ago is when I finally realized that that's what it was, and um, or realized that the reason why I had all these problems, the gain weight, gaining of weight, the you know frequent migraines, the bloating, I had constipation, sometimes I had to lose stools, things like that. That I realized cutting gluten, um, f- you know, full of gluten f- foods, uh, really helped me in in getting into the not just losing weight, but also getting to a place where I'm not feeling bloated, I'm not feeling foggy or having a headache or getting migraines as I usually used to in the past. So that's kind of where my journey had led me. And so in working for Positive Choice, it actually, it does help. I've been with Positive Choice a little over two years now, about two and a half years. Uh And it's also kind of, I'm thinking, oh, maybe, you know, you, you always find a reason. There's a reason why you do things or why life happens. And it, it really started during that journey working here plus also getting into that diet i thought oh it's really it's really working here and looking at the material or the curriculum and you know because i do we read things here and we we talk to our coworkers that we, we work with a lot of dietitians and nutritionists and um so we um 
it's just a lot easier to to kind of make this diet plan for yourself and really listen to the people that you work with and and we definitely um I mean it's not super strict but we as a culture as a kind of a group uh, of co-workers or collective we realize that encouraging a better not not a diet plan really and not like our fasting programs or anything like that but we just really have a culture of healthy eating which I really like here so Yes, we do Very lots nice. of knowledge sharing right. and and food sharing because Annalise and Melanie are amazing <laughs> cooks and every time they do bring food in, she's the first one in the door. Where's like, my food? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's it's very nice to to work here too and to just have that kind of support. I think I'm thinking, wow, this has actually helped and I've lost I went from okay, I'm going to actually say my weight but one from 195 almost reaching 200 and now I'm down to 165 oh, so wow. a thir- yeah 30 pounds and it's a lot to to do it by my not by myself but really just kind of educating myself on what to eat what not to eat and it's just it's been a it's been a journey that's fantastic yeah, yeah. Well, I know so congratulations just <laughs> self-taught <laughs> but that's more empowering right you're like but I did it yeah on my I, own exactly and I didn't have to you know and I didn't take any like gluten you know to test for gluten in my blood or anything like that and I didn't go to a doctor which probably should because you know about the whole celiac <laughs> what if I have an autoimmune right what if you something? have legit celiac exactly disease. exactly mm-hmm. so it's it's um it's kind of me just going to that journey, and I definitely do have to. And I do have an issue with my liver, which I've had since I was a, a child. I've had a chronic liver issue. So just even going into that and just really fine-tuning my diet, which sometimes I break. And Victoria Pepper, one of our lifestyle <laughs> educators here, she'll always scold me for eating a piece of bread that contains gluten or <laughs> a cookie that contains gluten or whatever. So it's it's uh, really teaching myself and really not being strict with it, but just being mindful that, hey, this is probably not going to be good for you. You're probably going to get a headache. You're probably going to feel like crud later. So how about let's not eat foods full of gluten. Let's not eat Annalisa's sourdough bread that she brings in and taunts me with. So <laughs> I've done the same thing. We all jumped on that sourdough train. Yeah, that was so good, though. So... <laughs> Well, Ruby, how long did it take you to figure out, you know, going through the process of elimination with your diet and what was causing the symptoms? How how did you come about to realize that it was the wheat products? Well, um, about, I want to say, so I'm 29 now, about, I want to say 14 years ago, when I was 15, I decided to be uh, vegan, or not vegan, I'm sorry, a vegetarian. So I cut out all, all kinds of meat, even um, fish. Eventually, I did reintroduce fish, and now I eat meats again. But um, I did do it for about five years, red and red meat and poultry free. And then, around I want to say when I was twenty, I started reintroducing uh, fish back into my diet, so I became more of a pescatarian. But I realized that since back then, because I've been getting migraines and headaches since I was really young I was about 13 and I didn't really know why and you know doctors really didn't know why either because I was young and I it it could be you know from my menstrual cycle stress it could be you know whatever but realizing back then what I or not realizing back then what I realized now is that it's the foods that I eat and I'm very sensitive to certain foods so it did start back then I didn't really know that I was gluten intolerant until maybe 
about two and a half years ago, again, when I started here at Positive Choice and when I did start reintroducing, or I'm sorry, not reintroducing, or eliminating gluten out of my diet. And by that, I mean like flour tortillas, which is big. I'm Mexican, so that's big in my culture. <laughs> I mean, even for anybody, burritos, like who doesn't love burritos wrapped in a flour tortilla, right? Or We live in San Diego. Exactly. This is like the core of our food. Exactly. If it's not wrapped in a flour tortilla, it's inappropriate. Exactly. We can't accept that. Exactly. So it's like, you know, eliminating that. And then breads, which I love. Any type of bread, rye, wheat. I love white bread. I love sour. I mean, I love all kinds of bread. And having to take that out of my diet has probably been the hardest and it's for everybody I mean a lot of people love bread so it's uh really yeah two years ago is when I started two and a half years ago is when I realized okay yeah it is I am very sensitive to gluten and it, let's let's explore this let's figure this out let why do you feel this way and so I've realized that um having a more gluten strict or gluten-free strict diet I feel a lot better and I feel I don't have like mood swings or like again I don't have headaches I don't have that like foggy vision that people most people get or bloating I've noticed that I have less bloating and less gas which I'm getting really <laughs> um personal but I mean it's true we love it. it's we love it. you know I, I'm an open that, book so <laughs> this is stuff that no one talks about so we got to right, talk about it exactly right? what, what I do want to do is I want to add some context for those of you who are listening who are like what the heck's a gluten um so uh basically what is a gluten what is a gluten it's gluten and it actually is the protein source in wheat that makes it um like when you make bread it makes it fluffy it's actually a protein structure that encapsulates the air when bread rises so when you remove the gluten it makes bread very sad and dense and not palatable in my opinion yeah so <laughs> very sad yeah it's not fun so uh gluten is basically the protein structure that makes bread delicious yeah um but also apparently some people are sensitive to and I personally, and I don't have the science on this, but I personally think there's something with wheat in America. Because if you look at other countries, mm. not the same. You know, that's actually very true because I have had um, pastas where it wasn't made in the U.S. And so I've realized like, oh, okay, maybe it's the way wheat is processed or the flour is processed or something's going on there that's just not not working out for me. Yeah. So. Yes, I, we have we have different growing standards than very different, like the <laughs> EU, and and I've known plenty of people that have issues with, um, you know, flour products, and then when they have imported flour from Italy, they can make stuff with that, and it's fine. Right. Well, even so, when when I did when we I reference back to the sourdough bread that you made, Annalise, when I ate what I think you gave me like two or three slices of that, I didn't feel. So it could be, or I didn't feel like I bl got bloated or gassy or whatever. So I don't know what flour you used or what. It wasn't anything fancy. They, okay. they, did say, they, they did say that with sourdough, it actually reduces the gluten content when mm -hmm. you make it. So right. it's naturally less gluten than you would actually get in a normal piece of bread otherwise at a store. Yeah. Sourdough is kind of a weird bread compared to the counterparts. Which, hey, it's fine with me because it's probably my favorite bread. So <laughs> it works yeah. out. It works out for me. Yeah. No, but it definitely, I think it, it does have to do with a lot of the way the foods are processed or even the, the flour is processed. So, or the wheat, like you said. So, and um, for a while, I thought it was a, a fructan uh, or sensitivity that I had. And I thought, oh my God, am I not going to be able to eat onions or like shallots or anything like that? Because um, that's a, a, or garlic even, because garlic is, you know, high in fructans. But, um, yeah, I just realized that I need to find, I fine-tuned my diet and 
that's when I live of gluten-free a true gluten-free or have that gluten-free diet I realize okay yeah this is what it is Ruby and that's sad life for you but <laughs> it's okay you'll you'll be fine and you'll, I've, I've, you'll live yeah literally yeah well pastas yeah. too are were a big part of my diet growing up especially when I did become um uh, not I keep saying vegan but vegetarian um I realized that with pastas too, I would still get very tired and, 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 but I had a lot, I would eat a lot of bread, a lot of pastas during that time. So it, it made my, make migraines and, and my bloating. And I do have IBS also, so more personal information, but it's just all these <laughs> issues that I was having. And then I decided, okay, maybe it's time to change my diet. And I wasn't losing weight, even though I was, you know, on a whatever challenge of like a fitness challenge or something like that I, I could never lose weight and once I started a more like less gluten less breads less pasta type of diet I realized okay that's probably what is needed and then I've lost 30 pounds from then and I've been able to maintain them for the down for the last two and a half years so I'm really happy about that and I think this is such a, a fantastic story to illustrate to people how different our bodies are mm-hmm. and how you can play around with your own diet and you know if you want to get like super data driven you can keep a you know a diary of your symptoms mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. you ate um and do one thing at a time yeah and that's like yeah. you can get better and there isn't a yeah. one diet for all exactly exactly that's how I it was a process of elimination for me and I would keep a diet I don't do it anymore because I kind of know what I should be eating and what I shouldn't be eating which again I do fall off the wagon because it is hard you know you don't want to like restrict yourself from certain things because you crave them and that's okay that's it's just limiting or even just or really you're just accepting it. that you're going to be miserable. Probably when you do for have a it. couple days. But, and, you're you know, like, but I know that's going to happen. <laughs> but I know that's going to happen, and I'm okay with it. No, um, just, but yeah, it was a process of elimination for me. It was keeping a diary. Again, I don't t- keep a diary anymore, but just keeping, being more mindful of what I'm eating is, and that's what this whole, what positive choice is, is like when you go in and, and you're a patient here, you're, they teach you a lot to, be mindful of what you're eating you know it's 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 all about what you eat and if you you know see I'm not saying that burgers are bad or whatever but if you fine-tune your diet to like eliminating having burgers every single day of your life it's gonna change it's gonna change your not it's gonna affect you losing weight as in you can lose weight and you won't feel as crummy as you would if you're eating you know more vegetables more you know greens more fruits and and so it's it's just eliminating those things that just aren't good for you so right and us eating I mean other than breathing it's the number one way we influence our body and interact Mm -hmm. with the world Mm -hmm. around us so yeah if you are choosing you know a burger with beef and white bread and god knows what else on it every single day right. you are you are literally feeding that self-influencing your your body with those things right exactly so that's where it's led me today and again i've lost 30 pounds very proud of myself but it <laughs> it is it is it's a journey and it's not easy but it, it is doable if i could do it i mean anybody could do it really because i'm like i said i definitely wasn't strict on my diet before gained all this weight and then now it's just a, 
again, a process of elimination and really just being careful with what I eat. And, and it, again, it's hard every day I make a choice. Okay. Am I going to have this? Is this going to be good for me? Probably not. (laughs) But that is the mindfulness aspect. And that's really like what we teach to our patients most of the time Mm -hmm. is that that right there, which is paying attention, like, what's this going to do when I eat this? How is it going to react with me? Will I enjoy this? Will I not enjoy this? Am I doing this because I'm bored? Think about what it's going to (laughs) do afterwards. That's what I always think. Okay. Last time I ate this, you know, quarter pounder or whatever, you know, last time that I ate this or you know this burrito did I feel good after no I really didn't I felt lethargic I felt like low energy I didn't want to do anything I felt in a bad mood I felt super bloated gassy you know it's just it just it's not a good feeling and I'd rather eat foods that like nuts I'm like big into I love walnuts so walnuts are my thing right now walnuts and cranberries I'll just shove them in my mouth Ooh, every time I walnuts are so yeah, healthy yeah they're so Omega-3s. good yeah and I realize that with those cravings if I just shove walnuts down my mouth you know not a lot <laughs> let's not let's not overdo it but just a handful of walnuts and within maybe put some cranberries or some raisins in there just to kind of you know make it a little sweet instead of having like a piece of chocolate or something but um yeah I'll eat that and I'm fine I'm like okay and then it boosts your energy and you're just like hey and then I get to bully everybody here because <laughs> it's like my number one thing to do here so um yeah it's and just what's great too is there's so many things out there now that are are geared more towards the gluten-free folks and mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's probably the best time to go gluten-free because yeah. you have options because yeah. if, if you could imagine a decade ago you'd be like what do I do yeah. I guess what I do I eat, eat yeah vegetables all day because there's no alternatives yeah. okie dokie and that's what I love because now I know like when I don't, I'm not a much of a baker. I don't really like like cookies and all that. I love breads, like I said, but um, just really finding things that are gonna work out with your diet. Uh, you could use, you know, like brown rice flour or like instead of you know all-purpose flour, you can use soy flour. There's almond flour. There's different type of flours out there that you can use, and you don't have to oat limit flour. yourself. Yeah, oat, I've made oat flour myself, so that's pretty neat. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many alternatives now. You don't have to limit yourself like, oh, great, now I can't have this. But no, you can – I love that about my cooking. I I always, like, find ways to change it up. If I I can't have a certain thing, okay, that's fine. I'll fix it so I can mimic what I want to eat, but it doesn't have – let's say, like, with red meats or even with fish or whatever, like, I could just make up a recipe, like, with birria. The birria is a – uh, a meat that you cook and you cook it with it's a usually like goat or beef and it's a it's really popular in Mexican Mexican culture which I love birria it's like it's basically meat in its juices and it has like all these shredded spices. beef it's right? like a shredded beef mm-hmm. like a barbacoa kind of a thing and it's super good and and delicious but I've learned to make it with jackfruit so it's it's again it's just really altering those ingredients to make it work for you so that's what I love about again going back to like a gluten-free diet you you, there's no limit to what you can do now because they have so many alternatives and a lot of options for you for gluten-free diets yes and I think it's probably worth mentioning too that even if you are if you are opting to allow yourself to take one item out to see if you're sensitive to it Mm -hmm. that even if you discover you are you are wheat sensitive or gluten sensitive, you still want to stay with the whole foods. Mm -hmm. We don't want to go down the road of like, 
processed gluten-free cookies. No. Those are not going to be good for no. you in the same no. way <laughs> that packaged cookies well, that's, are good that's for what, you. What I, I saw this so much um, when the gluten-free diet first became popular. And it was it was before I was like really doing a lot of stuff here. I think it was like in the like 2011 maybe 2012 when gluten free was like yeah gluten free, and everyone was gluten free all of a sudden. Every single person was like we're going gluten free, and they were told that if you go gluten free you lose weight, mm-hmm. and so they took all their glute, their bread that they were eating and replacing it with gluten free bread. So they were still eating bread, mm-hmm. and they they would yeah. do that, and they're like but I'm not losing weight. I'm like well. That's not how the gluten-free diet works. Exactly. If you eliminate it, it works that way. Yeah. But if but you're if replacing you substitute it, it, exactly, you're not going to lose the weight. Yeah, it's, it, it's not magical. Yeah. Like, oh, if you stop eating gluten, you're going to lose the yeah. weight. Like, that's not necessarily the case. Yeah. So, uh, you know, a healthier alternative maybe would be what you would look for. Like, you know, instead of pasta, you do chickpea pasta. Or instead of bread, right. you know, you do, like, jicama, you know, wraps or something. Yeah. You know, and find alternatives. What I've gotten used I now eat my tacos uh, or like if I have like a not a burrito but like a wrap or something I now have it like more of a like a lettuce wrap I bought in bib lettuce because I think I'm fancy <laughs> but um, I mean really just iceberg lettuce and and eat it like that mm-hmm. it's fine absolutely and it's and it's it tastes even I honestly I kind of like it better because I don't feel as full you know what I mean when you eat like two three tacos you're like oh my gosh I'm so full what's why did I do this to myself? And now with eating lettuce, then, I mean, yes, I do get hungry after two hours, three hours, maybe. But that's normal. But that's normal because <laughs> that's what your body is telling. Yeah, it's fine. It's okay to be hungry two, th- three hours later because that's when you need to have your next meal. So yeah. Or your snack of walnuts. Yes, there we go. Or stuff my face with walnuts and cranberries, <laughs> which I love. So you're so poetic, Ruby. I know. I love this. Just <laughs> shovel them into my mouth. Okay. <laughs> So, so far, so you've given us some, some good tips so far. So, mm-hmm. so lettuce wraps instead of burritos or tacos, mm-hmm. um, using some alternate flours. What other kind of things do you do that help keep you satiated that you really enjoy? Um, geez. I mean, that's just pretty much it. I really, she I makes really song. good beans and salsa. I mean, that's just like growing up being me, right? Growing up being Mexican. Well, I don't want to say all Mexicans is, but growing up being, like in my family at least, I've started cooking when I was like, I don't know, 10. I was in the the kitchen with my grandma and my mom since I was a kid, and I loved it. Burned myself, grandma said, nope, get back in the kitchen, you know? <laughs> and ever since then, you know, I just, I've loved to cook. I looked at my specialties are salsas. I love doing salsa, and these girls have had it, so I know that they... We love they it. They know that they love it. Yeah. So good. Exactly. And she knows without asking us that we love it. Yeah, so, yeah. and I just, <laughs> exactly. I don't even have to ask them. It's just in their face when they eat it. But no, um, <laughs> really, anything else is just, yeah, no... Just it's a, like I said, process of elimination. Find out what's going to be good for your body and what's not good for your body. Eliminate what's bad for your body, obviously. Um, and then I, ju- I really eat the same, honestly. I really do maybe a little more por- portion controlled, but other than that, I other than cutting out, you know, those high in gluten foods, I haven't really. Again, I haven't really altered my diet that much. It's just and even exercise I mean I do exercise all the time so and I'm the laziest person ever I hate to exercise but I do it and it's, it's just a priority it's for a priority you. for for you yeah, yeah. for forever and it should be for everybody so Agreed. even if it's 15 20 minutes just to do it just a little, little cardio 
you're, and you're fine. 15, 20 minutes is nothing. You wake up, you do it. You go before you go to sleep. You know, before you take a shower, go just do that. A little 15, 20 minutes. Um, but yeah, no, I just and well, I do. Not that I haven't changed my diet. Come, or I have with the again cutting out the gluten, processed foods or whatever. Um, I guess again portion control. I think I do less of. But other than that, maybe just maybe I have. I haven't even. It, she's, I, maybe she's literally like, figuring this out. out while she's talking. I'm yes. thinking. I'm thinking because <laughs> because I eat a lot of the same foods. Again, I just cut off the the breads really, and then the flour tortillas. Other than that, um, I eat pretty much the same. I, I never really ate horribly. I don't really eat out much. So, and growing up, my parents would never let us you know have fast foods it was like a rare moment that we would have mcdonald's or something like that and so i've it's really um just portion controls and that portion control and like i like you said substituting tortillas with with lettuce or substituting like i do um sometimes i'll not eat red meats or poultry or fish and i'll do like um like a plant-based which I've gotten really into. It's like a cauliflower ceviche that I'm like super into. I do it all the time, especially when it's hot. Um, but even, I guess with like, okay, the other day I made post, not the other day, like a couple weeks ago I made posole and I made it, um, so no meat, just just the hominy and the sauces and all that. And so I guess, yeah, maybe eliminating stuff. You don't have to have a high meat, diet you live the life like that. that I do when you yeah. start working for positive choice you suddenly stop eating as much meat and then you're like yeah. where did they go I know and I, I, I didn't really anymore. realize that <laughs> I really didn't realize that until we started talking right now that I'm like well maybe I do things that are just a little different now and I didn't really realize that I caught on with the jackfruit that's yeah. where I was like oh she's doing the thing <laughs> yeah I didn't really realize that that happened oh my gosh you guys are changing me the oh, positive no. choice culture <laughs> it's a cult guys it's a cult no <laughs> No, yeah, I guess when you really, when you work here and when you work with Melanie and Annalise, you just, and really and all our other lifestyle educators, you kind of pick up this mentality of like, okay, this is maybe how I can do this, substitute this. And you don't, honestly, I really didn't realize it until now. Well, it just goes to show that that we make our lives by what we're exposed to. Yeah, mm-hmm. for real. You know. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to jot down everything. <laughs> I didn't really realize that you guys had brainwashed me into... <laughs> Another word eating for better. educating oh. is brainwashing. Oh, yeah, brainwashing. There we go. I'm sorry, educating. Let me filter my <laughs> Let's use nice words, Ruby. How about that? Yes. I didn't know, really know I was educated into eating better. We're all it's thinking crazy. it, though. Yeah. You, know, you know you don't mean educate. It's fine. It's fine. But, you know, it, it, it's the same. it's happened to me. Like, yeah. you know, it, it, it's weird. But when you work here and you're surrounded by the culture of just health all the time, it's hard yeah. not to transition into more healthy habits so like, i think we're probably more fortunate than some other folks out there who probably don't have this kind yeah. of exposure really you know to people support. yeah um you know there's so many people out there who probably like i wish i had a group of people i worked with who were like eat this it's healthy and you're like oh, okay i guess i'm gonna eat that it's healthy uh versus yeah. you know at, at another facility like it's it's cake day and everyone brings in cake can you imagine True. if we had like Donut donuts day. and Ooh. pastries and stuff oh, just sitting in the break room. We're normally it's fruit from someone's heavier. tree, and or... it's crazy because when we do have, when, well, we we used to have potlucks. We don't have potlucks no anymore potlucks with this whole. Now. 
um, issue that's been have what's been happening. Um, but the, um, pandemic. the pandemic, yeah. So <laughs> no, I know, thing. and the, that thing, which is anyway. But we haven't had our potlucks. We usually do, and even when I we started working, when I started working here, the potlucks we had really healthy foods, and that was really great. Coming into a culture, it was like rare if you saw a cookie, and you're like, Very there's rare. a cookie, and then oh. everyone would eat them. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, now that I think of it, it's, you guys have educated all of us into, into eating better. And again, using that mindfulness, which I really love being here and, and learning from people that are just so intelligent and like knowledgeable and they know what they're talking about. You guys know exactly what you're talking about, not just you two, but just every life style educator that we have. You just listen to them and you're just like, oh my gosh, these people actually know what they're doing. <laughs> and it actually works. <laughs> Well, it goes both ways, Ruby, because yeah. um, I picked up some cooking things from you when you brought in your your tuna salad with the, oh, yeah. uh, the pickled carrots, hot pickled, pickled carrots, carrots. Oh, and the jalapenos and the chickpeas. Like, so good. Such a good way to get fiber and lean protein. And it changes it up the tuna salad, so it's not just your mayonnaise and relish tuna yeah, salad. which I don't use mayonnaise because I just don't. I, I cannot stand mayonnaise. I don't like the taste of it. So I use, instead of, a for a binder, if you will, I just use avocado, which I love. And then I put those pickled carrots, pickled uh, jalapenos, and so chickpeas, and pickles. <laughs> You gotta have the pickles, and yeah, and then you just have it like with a lettuce wrap or whatever, you know, piece of lettuce, and you're good. You don't even have to have a sandwich; you can just have a wrap. So yeah, yeah, different, different yeah. things. And you get that heartiness from the chickpeas instead of like a tortilla or bread. And the, I mean, I've eat, been eating tuna that way since I was a kid. So for me, it was like, oh yeah, that's how we do it. And everybody else was like, well, this is how oh, I do what? it. What? <laughs> so, we do it the boring way. Yeah, what is this? apparently you guys are boring. So well, now when make, I make, ta- makes sense. when I make taco salads, I'm always <laughs> chopping up pickled. I make my own pickled carrots too. Yeah. So I chop those up. I'm like, I always have them. So why don't I just use them? Because I always have them. They're good. Exactly. I've tasted them, and I'm thinking, are you Mexican or did you did, no. did you are you okay? <laughs> She's just I'm, a I'm really good, good cook. cook. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, Russian. What? I'm German. That's about it. Okay. That's all I got. And <laughs> Russians are not known for their cooking, so it's not that side. That's not the cooking Probably side. Probably not no. then. <laughs> just living in San Diego and just really learning. Yeah. Well, I mean, th- uh, there is a plus. I lived in Fresno for a very okay, long well, time. There and there a go. huge Hispanic community yeah. out there. So I was exposed to a lot of Mexican Latino. cooking for a long time. Yeah. Latino but, cooking, that's good. Well, that's speaking awesome. of Mexican cooking, you mentioned your oh, that's right. amazing salsa. And what we're going to put your the salsa recipe, recipe up. Okay. Um, so if you guys look in the description, we're going to have Ruby's salsa recipe. But what what's the secret to making good salsa? Secret for me, um, everybody does it different. And I'm not saying I'm an expert or anything, but I just roast them up until they're nice and charred and maybe a little blackened. Do you do it like in the oven? You can do, do it in the, the oven. I do it on the pan. I do it on this large skillet. Kind and what of are you roasting? Is it the vegetables or is it like dried peppers? No, vegetables. Okay. So it's it's fresh vegetables. So fresh tomatoes or tomatillos if you want to, you know, use make a, a green, green salsa. Um, but um, so I roast the tomatoes. I roast the onion. I roast the garlic. The serrano. So I, I'm a big fan of. You can use any chili pepper you want. I'm a big fan of serranos. Me too. And I love. Mm-hmm. I just love the taste. I love how spicy they are, and they're not too spicy. They're not like a habanero, where it's a little too spicy. It's just the right, you know, right spice for me, or at least spice level for me. Um, and yeah, just char it up, get a little black, 
let the you know veggies get a little black a little sweaty and then you just blend it all up add a little salt and you're good to go really so yeah. it sounds so easy yeah. it does it really is well i so showed you a picture of or the little video i, I did annalise hosted oops sorry i'm not supposed to say this but um annalise hosted a little <laughs> get together we were six feet apart all of us but um, and, outside. And, was, and, outside. and outside and there was only like five of us or no four of us and i did send a little video prior to that to them um showing them how i made the salsa and it's very simple like i said get a big pan or a pot whatever anything that can go on the stove roast those peppers um and those tomatoes and the onions and all the veggies you can add cilantro to it too um not to the grilling process but when you blend everything with the hand blender or you can use you know a regular blender sometimes i will use um a molcajete so it's the mortar and pedestal or pestle oh. or however you pronounce it Getting back to the roots yeah and you just really grind it up it's it's a lot of a it's a process it's it kind of it takes a while because it by um molcajete isn't that big it's maybe yeah it's not really that big they're meant for spices they're meant for spices most of the time but like a half cup in there yeah well i have a bigger one that i got in mexico so yeah they would for sure have probably it looks like it looks like a bowl you know a bowl of just a regular bowl um but yeah you just kind of go in there and you grind it all up and it, it it gives it a better flavor you're supposed to with a molcajeta you're supposed to grind the um I guess the herbs first so the garlic first and then you put the mm. the cilantro in there so that the the whole bowl gets the flavoring mm. and then you go in with everything else it's porous because so. of the the stone it's made of yeah. so that's really yep yep so then you you dump that all into like a dish put some salt in it maybe get a little chip or something taste <laughs> it so yeah so it's not the, it's not super hard but i'll put the recipe we'll put the recipe up for you guys and Yay. yeah such a good condiment. I know. Salsa is the best condiment. Exactly. That's why it's I said. healthy. It's spicy. If it's I were to yeah. choose one condiment to have for the rest of my life, it would be salsa. Same. Right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I have always have a thing of salsa in my fridge at all times. Yeah. Melanie did not Same. pick salsa, though, for her one No, she condiment. picked. What did you do? Spicy brown mustard? No. It? No. God, no. She picked <laughs> She picked garlic sauce. Oh, yeah. I did, oh, gar- I did do did. garlic sauce. I forgot about that I for forgot. a second. I was like, yeah. what exists? Yeah, tomb, tomb. I don't remember how to say it, but that the garlic lemon stuff. Yeah, that stuff's yeah. good. I'll put that on everything too. So if you guys are wanting to play along with the game, the question is: if you could pick one condiment to use the rest of your life, what would it be? And it can only be one. Yes. And we would love to hear your responses. Yeah. Put yeah, them in the description. Definitely. Put them yeah. in the comments. Garlic sauce, yeah. Warzone fan salsa, salsa. <laughs> you can have different variety of salsas too. It doesn't you have, have to be one. Different variety of garlic dips. You just add different stuff. With okay, the Melanie, garlic. we're done here. No. <laughs> we're gonna fight about this movie. I know. We, we're gonna turn off the mics and we're gonna go at it. It's gonna do. It's um, gonna happen. See this ass? <laughs> you can only hold it back for so long. And this, this is about me being tame. <laughs> it is. All about right. Ruby, thank you so much for joining us yes. and for sharing your story. Of course. Of course. It I'm is. so happy to be here. It was really nice. I was really nervous going into it, but definitely I'm glad that I, I totally forgot that I signed up for this too. And I thought, oh my gosh, <laughs> what am I going to talk about? <laughs> but thank you. Thank you guys for having me on. Yes. I appreciate it. So happy to have you. Yeah, okay. exactly. Thank you for being here. And then until next time. Bye, guys.